Hi, I'm Glenn Schnobliger, and I'd like to welcome you to Your Breakthrough Mind, where you will discover how you can accomplish anything you want and break through the barriers and obstacles that get in the way of creating and living a life you love. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 3 of Your Breakthrough Mind. I hope you're enjoying listening to these podcasts as much as I'm enjoying making them. I have worked on these areas for years, finding what works for me and what doesn't, and sharing the ideas and concepts of your breakthrough mind with you really reinforces them for me. Sharing my personal experiences allows me to see things in a whole new light and hopefully helps you to see how the ideas can have an impact on your life. In episode two of Your Breakthrough Mind, I stated that all of your feelings and emotions are created by your thoughts. This truth is at the center of all of my coaching and is the main component of the mind trap cycle. You will hear me say that over and over again, like a mantra. You will believe it some of the time and in some instances. Other times you'll not believe it and you'll think that in some instances it's not true. You may believe that there are some exceptions. I'm telling you now, there are no exceptions. Your thoughts create your feelings, period. Now, some of you think that something that happens can upset you or that people can make you mad. You probably think that acquiring something like a new car, a new house, a new job, going on vacation, losing weight, making more money will make you happy. They don't and they won't. All of these external things are just circumstances. They do not cause your feelings or emotions. It is your thoughts about those circumstances that cause your feelings. This is critically important because we cannot control external circumstances. We cannot control other people, what they think, what they do, how they act. But we can control our thoughts. You might think that you can sometimes control your thoughts and that other times you can't. This is also not true. You can always control your thoughts. And since your thoughts control your feelings, that means you can always control your feelings. But it's not just that you control your feelings. You cause your feelings by your thoughts. This means that no one else can make you feel any emotion. Nothing they say or do causes you to feel a certain way. Your thoughts about what they say or do causes your feelings. If someone changes lanes and cuts you off in traffic, you might believe that person pissed you off. They didn't. The thought you had, the story you told yourself, the meaning you gave to them changing lanes is what made you angry. You had a thought that the person was rude or mean or disrespected you. Maybe you thought that person thought they were better than you, but you do not know if any of those thoughts are actually true. You just made them up. What happened is a car changed lanes. That's it. There was likely very little impact on you. Maybe you arrived at your destination two to three seconds later than you would have otherwise, but that's it. All of the anger and upset came from the thoughts you had about it. And worse, you likely remain upset and keep thinking about that inconsiderate idiot the rest of the way to your destination. 
And when you arrive, you tell anyone who will listen about the jerk that almost killed you on the road. And you get angry and upset all over again. I mean, that guy really pissed you off. But no, he didn't. He just changed lanes. Your thoughts pissed you off. And you can choose to think different thoughts, to have different feelings, and not waste all of that mental energy being angry. It is the same for every feeling or emotion that you have. They are created by your thoughts, not external circumstances. For example, what if you decided to have the thought that the person in the car that cut you off was rushing his wife to the hospital to deliver his new baby? But he didn't mean to cut you off. And in fact, in his focused and worried state of mind, he didn't even see you. Would you feel any different? The external circumstance is the same, but the feeling is different. I will talk about your thoughts creating your feelings, which cause your actions over and over again. It is the central concept of the mind trap cycle. We have beliefs about the world, ourselves, and others. When we encounter an external circumstance, these beliefs inform or trigger our thoughts, which in turn create our feelings, which then cause our actions. Our actions create our results. We then view these results through the bias of our beliefs, looking for how the results support or prove our beliefs. Then external circumstances occur and we have thoughts, which create feelings, which cause actions, and the mind trap cycle continues. The mind trap cycle and how to break through it is at the core of these podcasts. And as I've said before, doing this is quite simple, though it's not necessarily easy. When sharing about the mind trap cycle in a broad sense, I've seen people get hung up on the terminology and labels and maybe even get confused. So I always wanna make sure you are able to really see the simplicity in this. I really want you to focus on how your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings cause your actions, and it is your actions or lack of action which produce the results that you get. For years, I trained salespeople in different industries. I personally sold computer systems and trained the sales staff to sell computers. When selling technology items like computers, TVs, cell phones, maybe new software, new salespeople want to talk all about the features and show that they have the most advanced product. But having the most advanced features is not what gets people to buy a product. What I had to get the new salespeople to understand is that the only thing that gets people to spend their money on anything is the way the product makes them feel, or more accurately, how they think it will make them feel. Over the years, I realized that that's not only true in sales, it's actually true in every area of life. The only reason we do anything, take any action, whether it is buying a new car, going to a movie, cleaning your house, working out, not working out, absolutely any action is how that action makes us feel. Or really, the truth is, how we think it will make us feel. And remember, our feelings are created by our thoughts, whether those thoughts are conscious or subconscious. So if your thoughts create your feelings and everything you do in life, any action you take is based on your feelings. Wouldn't being aware of your thoughts, these thoughts that really are your life, be incredibly important? 
And can you see that being able to manage those thoughts would make a huge difference in what you do and what you have and what you accomplish in your life? To be able to apply these concepts to our lives and really use them to get into action and accomplish our goals, I want to focus on the terms circumstances, thoughts, feelings, and actions. And to help you to understand the differences between them and how they are related to each other. In the previous episode of your Breakthrough Mind, I asked you to be aware of your thoughts and to write them down. Now, it's estimated that each of us has 50 to 60,000 thoughts each day, and it's not practical or even possible to write them all down. But as you start to be aware of these thoughts, either in the moment or maybe when you reflect on them periodically, I want you to reflect on if what you are thinking or thinking about is true or just your opinion. Often, the thoughts you have feel like they are true that they are fact. Most of the time, your thoughts are not truth or fact. They are not something that everyone would agree on or perhaps could be proven in a court of law. They are just your thoughts. What I want you to do as you practice being aware of your thoughts is to ask yourself if the thought is really true. If it is, then it is a circumstance. If not, then it is just a thought an opinion, a story you've created. Distinguishing between thoughts and circumstances can be very difficult in the beginning and is why it takes practice. For example, suppose a coworker arrives in the morning and doesn't greet you with their normal hello and smile. They usually are bright and cheery, but today you get a side glance and a shrug. You wonder what's wrong and you start to rack your brain to figure out what you might have done to upset her. You are sure you didn't do anything that would cause her to be mad at you, and you come to the conclusion that she is just in a bad mood. At that moment, is having a coworker who is in a bad mood a circumstance or a thought? There's a strong case to believe that's a circumstance. I mean, my coworker is in a bad mood. It's true. I can't control it and it is simply a circumstance that I need to deal with. That makes sense. But it is not a circumstance. It is the thought you are having about the circumstance. The circumstance is that you have a coworker that walked in and didn't greet you in the normal way. That's it. You deciding that she is in a bad mood is a thought. Once you decide she is in a bad mood, you will act or react accordingly. It's likely that you will also engage in something called confirmation bias, which we'll cover in a future podcast. But a quick explanation is that once you've decided your coworker is in a bad mood, you'll notice everything she does to support that view and tend to ignore things that refute that view. This can shape how we see things and trigger erroneous thoughts. It is helpful to be aware of this because it's one of the things that can cause us to believe our thoughts are reality but we'll dive deeper into confirmation bias later. I hope you're starting to really understand and believe that your thoughts create your feelings. If you have questions regarding this, you can email me at glenn at yourbreakthroughmind.com and I will respond to you and perhaps answer your question on the podcast. 
If there's something that you are dealing with and can't distinguish circumstances from thoughts and are having difficulty taking action or taking a different action than you already are, send me an email. You're likely not alone, and all of the listeners can benefit from hearing how to deal with that question. Now, you might be thinking, okay, great. I believe my thoughts create my feelings. So what? What difference does it make? Well, the next step is to understand that your feelings generate your actions and your actions cause your results. So if you're not satisfied with some area of your life, if you have difficulty achieving some goal or maybe many goals, if you want to make more money or lose weight or have a better relationship with someone and you're not getting there, not getting the results you want in that area, the reason is that you are not taking the proper actions to get the results you want. You're not doing the things that you need to do. Now you might say, no, really? I needed you to tell me that? I know I'm not doing those things. You probably do know what you need to do. What you need is to discover why you are not doing what you need to do. And there's a simple answer. Because the thoughts you are having and the feelings created by those thoughts are not generating the actions needed for you to achieve those goals. For example, suppose you want to work out more and be in better shape. Don't we all? Yet you can't seem to find the time. And when you do have some time, you find reasons not to work out. We've all been there. But why aren't you working out more? Is it because you're lazy or lack the willpower or need motivation or don't have time? No, you are not working out because of the thoughts you have about yourself and working out. When it's time to work out, you might have a thought that you're too stressed or lazy or working out is not fun or working out won't do any good. And then you have a feeling or emotion created by that thought. You might have a tired or frustrated feeling and you choose not to work out. And choosing not to work out is the action caused by those feelings. And not getting in better shape is the result of that action. Instead of having the thought that you are lazy or don't have time, what if you changed that thought? What if you had the thought that you are powerful, productive, and healthy? What if you thought about how empowering working out is and how great you feel about yourself after you've worked out? I mean, you can see that if you had those different thoughts, it could make you feel different. And feeling different could lead to a different action. It really is this simple. And again, that does not mean it's easy. Changing your thoughts takes practice. You have been thinking the other thoughts for a long time. And both believing in this principle and changing your thoughts takes time and practice. What I would like you to do between now and the next podcast is to begin to put these ideas into practice. To do this takes action. Just listening and understanding will not make the difference that you deserve. I know you may be listening to this in your car or in some other place where it's not convenient to write down and make notes, but make sure as soon as you can, you take some action. Get some paper and a pen. Um, a journaling book really works best. I mean, that's what I like to use. On a clean piece of paper, write down the four parts of the process I've been sharing with you. The first is thoughts, followed by feelings, then actions, and finally, results. Now, on a separate piece of paper, write down a few areas of your life where you would like to have a breakthrough, to have a new result or achieve a goal. Write down the results you have now and the results you want to have. 
I really recommend writing this on paper and not just putting it into your phone or your tablet or on your computer. Those are better than nothing, by the way, but the connection between the brain and writing things down on paper is very powerful. Now, when you have an area where you would like to have a breakthrough, I want you to think about the thoughts you are having in that area right now or anytime you think about that area, and then the feelings that are caused by those thoughts. Think about the actions that you are currently taking in that area and the results you have. Then consider what other thoughts you might have and what feelings those thoughts would create. What actions would you then take to get the results that you actually want? If you would like me to send you a pre-printed form to help you with this, um, send me an email to glenn at yourbreakthroughmind.com and put the word breakthrough in the subject line and I will email you a form that you can use to help you through this process. Now, as you begin to do this, that is, as you begin to be aware of your thoughts and start to change them, do not beat yourself up and entertain the thought that this is too difficult or won't work. Also, don't try to compare this with something else that you've done before. I mean, a lot of people think, oh, I've read the power of positive thinking and I know that and I do all that, but I'm still not getting the results that I want. Um, so just go with this process and do this step by step and I guarantee you it'll make a difference. You are a powerful, intelligent human being. Learning to manage your mind will allow you to create and live a life you love, and it is worth the effort. As we go forward in this journey, I will share the science behind this process, help you see why you have been having the thoughts you have, why most people have a running, mostly negative narrative about themselves, and guide you step-by-step step with information and exercises to help you achieve your breakthrough mind. Thank you for being here and sharing your time with me and I'll see you next time. You have been listening to Glenn Schnobleger on Your Breakthrough Mind, a podcast that each week will help you break down barriers, get through obstacles, achieve your goals, and create and live a life you love. If you're enjoying this podcast, please click the follow button and share this podcast with your friends. Thank you and see you next week.